You can start with Hola en la Casa. Hola en la Casa. <laughs> that is the depth of, of my Spanish. <laughs> I can actually order food, though, for the most part. In Nashville? Um, well, I can do it. You know, only like in a Austin. Text, yeah, only in Austin. <laughs> it's definitely a text message. Text Mex. It's not a traditional Spanish by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> well, today we are talking about Nashville. We recently went out there. That was fun. Absolutely. I'm so glad you took me. It was a blast. Sorry, I swallowed water and didn't think it was going to pick up, but. <laughs> It did. Um, no, it, 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 that's a project that we're extremely excited about. We are also uh, we're closing on the land next week. Been finalizing all the fund spreadsheets for for investors and things of that nature today, and uh, we should be closing on Monday actually. So we will own the land. So I'm looking at a map right now. So what area? What area are you buying the land in? We are buying in Green Hills. Um, For those who do and don't know, yeah, absolutely. Nashville Green Hills is a is a great neighborhood, and it it adjoins or is right next to another neighborhood called Bellmead, which is a pretty well known neighborhood um, in Tennessee and uh, even in the U.S. So, what is Green Hills known for besides the fact that it's very, very green? Very green, it is. Um, I feel like a lot of Tennessee's that that way as well. Um, single family homes families it's very family oriented um it's a very active community but i think tennessee or at least nashville as a whole is very active um great schools um, they also have several private schools to choose from and it, it's definitely one of those neighborhoods that um definitely a little more affluent um and and where families want to go to raise their raise their kids and raise their families mm-hmm yeah, I know that when we were driving over there, there's a lot of new, like new homes, but then there's still kind of some of the brownstone older developments. And each development, from what I saw, is it's like a tiny little community of like six or seven or eight homes in like a little street. Yes. There's a lot of those, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, little micro neighborhoods, almost mm-hmm. very similar to what we do here in Austin. So. It's kind of nice, you know, you, you don't have a blanketed area of uh, production builder style homes. Everything's, they're all custom homes out there in, in varying age. You know, you've got homes that are 50, 60 years old on up to, you know, homes that are that are brand new. But they are typically a larger home, um, very traditional in style, and, and just an area that, that a lot of people want to be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember though there's are some new developments too that kind of match uh, some of the houses you guys did. Um, what are the white houses? Some of the whiter, the white houses with the wood. More of the contemporary style. Yeah, the contemporary. Yeah, style. there's a developer out there that's that's leaning towards um, a, a style that's very similar to ours. We hope to go there and help them out a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, help bring a little bit more style since that's something that we've been doing for the past couple of years. But they are doing uh, a pretty good job. You know, the style that we're looking for in this neighborhood is going to lean more towards like a Frank Lloyd Wright style home. You know, big overhangs, ton of glass. We would like to primarily keep a lot of these as single story homes versus two story you know really develop the outdoor spaces as well and it's just going to be a style that unfortunately nashville just does not have but i think is going to be um 
very well uh, appreciated once it does get there. What about um, kind of similar to what you're doing in Zilker? What about pools? Is that we're definitely yeah we're definitely doing pools with all of them as well and that was something that uh, a lot of people were even surprised about you know you're going to do pools with all these because I guess it's more of a definitely more of a luxury out there they don't they don't have quite as many pools as we do here in Austin it seems like everybody has a pool in Austin but it's also a million degrees here too yeah definitely yeah it's interesting but the pools in Austin I feel like are a very different style than if you were to travel to other places like in California every pool is a different shape like it's either round or curvy there's waterfalls there's a bunch of rocks Whereas the pools here are all rectangular and they all look exactly the same. Yeah, and, and especially when you're doing the, the inner city stuff, you're just limited to the amount of space that you have. And with that, you know, you're kind of stuck with a certain size pool over oh, yeah. and over again. Now, when you get out into the, 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 the larger lots and suburb type areas, you're going to have more of those stylistic type pools. But unfortunately here, you know, downtown where we do a ton of stuff, we're kind of limited to mm-hmm. space, so we, we're stuck almost used doing some of those. We're doing one now that's probably three times the size um, that we normally do for a single-family home um, in the heart of downtown as well. So, oh, yeah. Um, that's the one in Allentale? Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So we'll do something very similar, you know, a larger lap-size type pool with, you know, fire pits in it and hot tubs and things of that nature those are that's the look we're definitely going for out there oh yeah and that allendale house that you're doing is the custom home correct yes um and that's also kind of frank lloyd wright style right yes very much so single single story yep or that's going to be single yeah that one single story completely Mm-hmm. as a guest house as well so mm-hmm. you know that's something we also want to bring is we want to bring like a little pool house or a little mother-in-law suite to each and every one of those homes too so you know we've got to come to we've got to come to the market and do something completely different than anybody else is doing and make it a standard for us um, to stand out in a market that's a very strong market currently yeah that's great and then let's talk about the purpose of your our recent visit to Nashville because this was so intriguing to me because most developers do not travel to where they bought land prior to breaking ground for this purpose, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. We wanted to make sure, you know, Nashville is a very tight-knit community, you know, very much the way Austin used to be, you know. And we chose Nashville particularly because we, we looked at the market and we feel that, you know, it's what Austin used to be, you know, and it's headed in that same direction. It's got great food, a younger crowd. Um, it's a collegiate city. You know, I think I want to say that it's got more colleges per capita than, than most other cities. Every time you turn around, there's another, there's another, um, another college campus that you're running into that's what it was <laughs> no hey, one. we're looking for homes to purchase in your area yeah i know i get the text all this all the time except for they address me i'm recording by the way they oh. i get calls all the time that well it was a little interruption we got a little call sidetracked but yeah well and it said you know uh house doctor oh so wow. that, that was the only reason why i picked it up because i figured it was my doctor you know? i wonder if your phone is listening to you it may be and then they changed their name so it, they could get in totally and interrupt our exactly. podcast episode exactly so 
We may have to take a break sometime uh, during this just because I, I am awaiting a phone call from from a physician. Because you might have popped your uh, yeah. muscle in your arm again yeah. post-surgery. I know, post-surgery. Um, <laughs> what was it, about two weeks ago? You know, this, this proves to you that, you know, unfortunately, or proves to me, that I'm getting older. You know, and I refuse to 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 accept that. So, you know, I'm a gym rat. I'm always in the gym. And unfortunately, I, I decided to do some preacher curls against my better judgment with a decent amount of weight. And um, was about halfway through a set and my muscle went pop, pop. And so I knew exactly what happened and uh, ended up. You know, tearing or ripping the ligaments in my bicep. My bicep rolled up under my arm almost. And so. You started sweating, you said. Yes, profusely. profusely. Yeah. You know, your body goes what? in shock. And I, I literally. I really wish I had been a fly on the wall it, it was rough, you know. Oh. And it's not even that it was extremely painful, but your body goes in shock and immediately just starts sweating. <laughs> so it was like I was in a sauna for like 15 minutes. Oh I literally picked up my water bottle, walked downstairs to the locker room, and just sat on the bench oh, for like 15 no. minutes. And people were looking, they're like, Are you okay? So You're sweating your ass off. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Oh you my know? God. So. And then what? I guess I had surgery uh, fri- yeah, last Friday. Friday. So it's been almost a week. And I literally woke up this morning <laughs> and just stretched like you normally do, but didn't extend my arm or anything. And I felt the pop again. And, and then you immediately started sweating. I immediately started sweating again. <laughs> so I was like, this is not good. So needless to say, we've got a, yeah, a call if in we to get the a doctor. doctor. If we get a real doctor that calls in, not somebody trying to buy your house that says they're a doctor, then... We will have to take a pause. I mean, that was that was pretty tricky of them. They might be listening. Yes. Your <laughs> but, phone is listening to you. Um, so, but back to Nashville. So, the purpose of your visit. Yes. This was intriguing to me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we like to, when we do developments, even in Austin, you know, we want to you know, have discussions with the neighbors and and the neighborhood a lot of times just to introduce ourselves. Not everybody likes development, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, or developers. But, or developers, you know, we're the evil people. Um, but, in, but what we did and we wanted to, to make sure that, that this project got off on the right foot is we wanted, we invited all the neighbors, the conjoining neighbors and neighborhood associations to, to a meeting kind of a little meet and greet that lasted a couple hours that for the most part went well you know you've always got you're always going to have a few mm-hmm. that you know don't few don't, lovely individuals exactly that that just don't want change you know mm. and i can understand that you know they've seen a lot of developers come in a lot of builders come in from outside the area into nashville the just, ones that just don't like we're doing. do the meet and greets, exactly. that don't chat with the neighbors. Exactly. You know, aren't transparent. Mm-hmm. You know, we even today, uh, I've gotten two emails from neighbors, which mm-hmm. I'm happy to answer and I'm happy to continue the conversation. But I think that this, to your point, it, it's something they're definitely not used to. Or they're used to being told one thing and then the builder and developer does something completely different. Totally. So. The trust in developers and builders with them just unfortunately has not been there. Mm-hmm. 
and the, there are the developers that that change it in the ways the the big questions that they came with they you know were concerned about traffic they were concerned about um you know water running down the hill because it's kind of on a slope like all those things and i'm sure there are developers that come in and create those issues and then leave and they never see the developer again ever Absolutely. and they're stuck with kind of the aftermath yep. so yeah and one of the biggest things too that you know we also got a lot of comments about the trees there's tremendous just absolutely gorgeous trees on this property mm. and in being from austin you know we're used to having to preserve most of our trees on our job sites mm -hmm. so it's kind of a no-brainer to me um i love trees as well a lot of times they become an asset that you design around you know and then there's some developments where you do have to take certain trees down but our, my understanding is with nashville if you own the land and there's a tree on it you can take it down mm. if you want to oh, that's so i can see that's, it. that's very different than austin yeah very much so you know anything over 19 inches in austin you have to have a permit to yep. remove and i think anything over 24 inches no matter the species they will not allow you to take it down even if it's a hackberry even if it's a hackberry are Cedars you kidding too. me yep or the lovely uh, pecan tree which they call a self-pruning tree which means someday i will break and fall on your house is what self-pruning means oh yeah those oh i actually heard of a pecan tree that fell and broke this guy's roof yep absolutely so you know there there are cases that you can take those out we had one on nash too um that we had to take out that was like a 28 inch tree but it was similar to a hackberry and it was not doing well so the city said yeah get rid of it that absolutely makes sense so there are times that that you can actually do it but at least in nashville you own the land you can take anything you want out so that's that's what they were really concerned about and i totally understood that and it, with with the development of the land we're going to preserve as much as we can and thoughtfully plant additional trees so mm -hmm. We're not the developers that come in and just take everything off the ground and, you know, leave everything flat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the trees over there and the grass and the little, there's like a little walkway right now. What existed in that Green Hills property uh, like before? You said that there was a house there or something? Yeah, prior to there was a house and uh, one of the one of the older families in the Nashville area was, was the owner of it. And my understanding is when this uh, th this land was totally one piece it was close to 700 acres um, the family slowly started selling pieces off to to what is Nashville essentially and this was one of the last large parcels that the family still had control over from the original ranch or farm that was there years and years ago so it's a it's a it's a pretty special piece piece of property you know we want to pay um pay respects to to the family so we will be uh coming up with a name for the neighborhood that that represents that family as well so that they can you know continuously enjoy it as well the 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 name of the road is named named after them what's so, the name of the road abbott martin oh that's kind of cool yeah so yeah long long-standing family in the in the nashville area that that most people know yeah so that'll be cool and then yeah the purpose of the visit was meeting with the neighbors and you think that went pretty well i do overall you know again you're always going to have some individuals that aren't happy with anything that you do you know and 
the, the, the biggest thing that, that we're trying to make sure that everybody understands is we are going to be as transparent as humanly possible and lean into some of their concerns. And, you know, there's always a sense of compromise with everything you do. So we just want to make sure that 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 option is there for them to come to us with with any questions or concerns plus the other thing is you know bristol and i will ulti- ultimately be making our home in nashville yeah. you know we'll still have an office in austin um we'll still have a house in austin as well so but will I. yes are you taking me as your child yes <laughs> you must go yes we'll pack up brown paper child lunch. exactly <laughs> all of our dogs <laughs> we'll see even when you went there henry that bella was, and tommy are all going yep exactly we're loading them up <laughs> yeah in a wagon <laughs> yep exactly putting a little little red wagon but see you know it, it's kind of people often ask why nashville mm-hmm. you know and that was a question you had asked a little bit earlier um and it's a feeling very much like you know this was the first time that you had been to nashville and how it what was your take on it halfway through and then when you left i mean i loved nashville i think it's 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 funny because austin is a t- it's a lot of transplants i was thinking about this the other day the best way for me to describe to my friends what austin is it's like going back to college in your 30s because everybody now is older they're more inclusive so people have birthday parties they have parties for their kids they go to the river they go to lunch they go to a work event and everybody is very inclusive there's like not a lot of competition here compared to other areas and and then also in your 30s it's like you have money and resources to hang out to buy houses to get boats to get to get uh you know paddle boards and do all these things so it's literally like a an older a big kid yeah yeah it's so cool there's breweries there's everything like it's great yeah and nashville i think is i i don't know how many i think there's a little bit more tourism in nashville but it's also where like when we went there it was 85 degrees yeah it was 140 in austin yeah so i saw it where i was like oh this would be a really nice place to come for the summer because there's tons of food, there's music. It's one of those places where you could have another house or you could live there full time, especially, you know, with all the colleges. Um, it's just it's a great it's a great place for families. It's a great place for people my age, especially in their thirties, where there, this market in Austin is over a million dollars. Like it's tapped. It is. Most people can't afford a house for a million dollars in their thirties. Yep. So, and then they're also opening all these different tech companies. Their next, like they moved to Austin, and now all these big tech companies are also opening offices in Nashville. Yes. So it's going to be a place for people to thrive. I think there's going to be a lot of technology and um, just a lot of new things to learn there absolutely and they've also got some of the things that austin just does not have they have professional sports yeah you know yes, they've got they it about professional all sports. covered you know? and they just have so the the music and the sport is just like every weekend you i could see there's something, you having to, do. something to do absolutely in the the culture i think that's there as well is something that you that you feel and, and to your point for tourism you know i think they're calling it now what austin used to be yeah but the bachelorette capital yes you know i think that that will move people will move on from that though too yep absolutely. i think that especially with covid how 
people haven't been able to travel you know people did a lot of their bachelorettes and that stuff there because it's like well, where else are you, you going to go in the midwest you know exactly um but because during covid they they didn't really shut down at all either so we were there yeah. throughout yeah, exactly. as well and you know broadway was packed mm-hmm. no matter what yeah. um so it 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 does have you know that that massive tourism aspect is for sure yeah and the other thing is their infrastructure for growth is a lot better than austin like love austin love you mean it but like you can get from green hills to downtown to you know a football game or whatever in like 12 minutes yeah that's like unheard of in california it used to take to get from literally six miles to get to the stable center it would take anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours it's See like, that's I'm insane. gonna watch it on TV. And you were actually nice to Austin. You said that it's it, it's better than Austin. It is. It's probably a thousand times yeah. better than Austin. And that's the thing that's unfortunate is Austin's infrastructure is horrible. Mm-hmm. Streets, utilities, everything. There's just the no plan was made for expansion, and mm-hmm. now we're we're dying, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to traffic. Yeah. Nashville's great because especially if you do have a family or say you work in downtown and you have a house and commute out commute quote unquote <laughs> that's funny yes. commute, commute to Green Hills that's still just like a 10 or 12 minute drive and you know the people from Green Hills uh, that you guys met with them being concerned about traffic it is it's a concern like I could see it being concerned they don't want it to be where when they come out of their development they're waiting 10 minutes to get to the next light you exactly know? so i get that but um yeah nashville i just i love it yeah absolutely yeah it's kind of funny even you know during rush hour leaving the office and going to the house i think our house is two and a half miles away technically mm-hmm. and it'll take a half an hour to oh get there God. sometimes and it's just it's insane yeah so it is you know extremely nice to drive on roads that have huge lanes wide for monster trucks absolutely Mm -hmm. and uh semis and everything else Mm -hmm. but just more lanes and better thought out you know there's loops there's there's all sorts of things that unfortunately we just were tapped out of room here in austin to, to continue to grow yeah at some point everything you know one of the reasons we build downtown is because everybody wants to be downtown However, there's only so much left of that, yeah. you know, um, so everything has to move out Yeah. where Nashville still has the ability to, you know, add concentration in the center of town as well as the outskirts, just because their road systems and infrastructures are, are just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They also have the international airport. They do. Which Austin international fun fact only goes to Mexico. Yeah, it's not. And I, it, I guess tech technically yeah yeah past the border yeah past the border so yeah they have the international airport um and then so when you guys close on the land do you have any kind of timeline right now of when you guys think you'll start breaking land breaking ground ground yeah we still have a a decent amount of engineering to do we hope Mm -hmm. to have the rezoning subdivision and civil work done within the next two months which is another thing that's a lot better and easier than Mm -hmm. the city of austin um, to do a site plan in Nashville to try to do what we're doing. We've been told, you know, it'll be two or three months. Mm. Um, in Austin, that same process is 12 to 16 months. If not, 
We've even had cases where it's been almost two years to do the exact same process. So it's um, it's builder and developer friendly out there. And they, mm-hmm. they actually use common sense when it comes to codes and things of that nature. And there's just um, less uh, bureaucracy to have to go through. Mm-hmm. So it's something I'm definitely looking forward to. Yeah, that'll be exciting. And you guys are working with an architecture and designer out there? We will be working with... Uh, architects here mm-hmm. and then uh engineers in tennessee yeah you know there's a look that that we have and um that we constantly go for we want to make sure that we preserve that look going out there so we, we think the best way is to use some of the individuals that we continue to use currently mm-hmm. i love that um well we will probably be talking more about nashville soon but I guess we can answer any questions. If people leave them, you can leave them on our Instagram. Send us a DM. Absolutely. And that's a great tool just to follow us on a regular yeah. basis. You manage the crud out of that thing. So we've always got new pictures, new videos, things of that nature. And we also just recently started a TikTok oh. account. Yes, we did. Yes. So it's a set studio. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a couple videos up and we're going to get a little bit more involved with that as well. Yeah, we'll be watch. You definitely want to follow us on TikTok. Mike will be doing some, as soon as his arm recovers, he yes. will be doing TikTok dances. Absolutely. At each property. Yep. Mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> I can do them one armed. Who's the digital manager here? Yeah, I guess I'm dancing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye.